Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show, Quinn David Furness Presents, the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, November 24th, 2018. Nope, 2019. Isn't time weird sometimes when you think about it? You're like, it's 2019, I guess. Part of you still kind of feels like, you know, you're still a 2014. 2015 kind of person I don't know if it's Obama or if it's you know we could get away with more stuff back then hashtag justice for Harvey Weinstein Harvey Weinstein Weinstein Um, no I disagree with those views Um, killer start to the podcast Uh, I do I am a big uh, supporter though as long as we're on the uh, the topic of viral hashtags of hashtag free Blagojevich. Um, and I actually saw a tweet, um, about, it wasn't about Blagojevich, but it was about, um, some governor or politician or somebody getting, you know, like five or six years for some, from some petty crime and people on Twitter were going crazy. And I was like, you know, Brad Blagojevich got what, 14 years for, the whole Obama scandal. So probably Obama's fault in the first place. And you don't, you know, Trump's so focused on we should, you know, investigate Hunter Biden. We should investigate Hillary's emails. Why haven't we gotten an investigation into Obama's Senate seat? Um, maybe throw Roland Burris under the bus. I don't know. What, what do you think that guy's doing these days? Roland Burris. There's a name that I bet you might have thought you were never going to hear again in your lifetime. Roland Burris. Uh, I'm pretty sure is what it is. If it wasn't, that'd be embarrassing. I don't think you're going to hear his name ever again in your lifetime. Well, no shit. He's not a real person. I'm pretty sure Roland Burris is the name of the guy who took over. He was senator of Illinois for, I don't know, probably like a year, maybe, if that. Um, His seat is now filled by hmm, Tammy Duckworth, maybe. But... um, Roland Burris was the guy who bought the Senate seat from Blagojevich um, and uh, Obama's old Senate seat because it used to be Obama and Durbin and now it's um, then it was Durbin and Burris and then I think someone else took over and now I think Tammy Duckworth is the senator who sits in that seat. Um, Oh boy, we got panic outside. I always loved how that, that button on the cart is called panic. You got to yell it out really loud, like panic. Panic at the disco. Is it panic exclamation point at the disco? Uh, we'll get our research team on that. I don't know if I know any panic at the disco songs off the top of my head. You know that one band, Walk the Moon? They had that uh, that one song. That's not how it went, but I can't remember. Um Come on and dance with me. Don't you dare look back. You're the holder. I said you're holding back. I said shoot up and dance with me. Oh, to dance with somebody. I wanna feel the heat with somebody. Oh, wanna dance with somebody. With somebody who loves me. Um, that was. Walk the Moon by Shut Up and Dance With Me. Um, this is a podcast for Sunday, November 24th, 2019. Got it right that time. Um, 
It's like one of those movies where the titled card, titled card, the entitled card doesn't come on, come on until um, like 20 minutes through, except we're only four minutes through. So it's really not like that at all. It's our Thanksgiving special. Wow. Who would even thought? Um, struggling with the words today. You're probably thinking, wow, Quinn is blasted on a Sunday. I'm not. One glass of whiskey in, and that's it. Uh, although I do have some Lagunitas Hop Stupid, uh, which is a fun, strong IPA um, that I've taken one sip of. It's pretty much full sitting for me uh, on my coffee table. My coffee table, which is an interesting like mint green color, I think it's from Ikea. I think the title was or the name was like uh, Svalbard or something like that with four A's. Um, and... It's been a solid coffee table. Here, get get a get a good listen. Mm. What is that? Arctic cherry or something like that? That sounds like a flavor of uh like Mr. Freeze or Icy, whatever they're called, that you get at the movie theaters when you're twelve and you're going with uh your buddy Jared to see a B movie. Some of the I boy, I don't remember all the movies that we saw, but it was this weird, because you had to, you know, so we were like teenagers, right? We were like 12, 13, 14, because our parents were still picking us up. Um, and we would go see these movies, not bad movies, but just like, you know, usually PG movies that normally now would just be like, whatever. But for example, we saw a B movie, right? It's like, okay, kind of interesting, but like a, Jerry Seinfeld animated, like, the whole thing is just odd. And we decided we wanted to see that in theaters. I was probably, like, when did B-Movie come out? 2008, something like that. So I was probably, like, 13. Um, Maybe even before that. B-Movie might have been earlier than that. Um, We saw the Jim Carrey, A Series of Unfortunate Events in theater together, which was actually an okay movie. Um, I I don't think the TV series on Netflix got a ton of press, but they did, you know, they put out three different seasons of it didn't they yeah three seasons um neil patrick harris played count olaf um that was good it's something that you don't think a lot of people realize or even think about it didn't have much of like a cultural impact um they promoted it a decent amount on netflix but it didn't get a lot of external buzz if you will um but i, I you know it was well done in terms of like sticking to the source material i mean that was the first time they'd ever put that to screen and you know these books have been out for what 15 20 years so um that was pretty impressive because the movie only goes up through the first three books um and the film managed to pull off all of them which when you if you watch or the the tv series managed to pull off all 13 books which if you watch you know the second and the third season which that was the first time those had been put on tv or film um, you'll realize how it goes from like a dark, like children's tale to the last couple of books are just kind of like, what, like, what is this? It's, it's like mystery, but some coming of age as well. Actually a lot of coming of age. Um, it's just a, a very different tone that, um, Lemony Snicket, AK Daniel, whatever his name, uh, wrote. It's interesting. It's a really fascinating book series. Um, it's very complex, very complicated. Um, some really, really intriguing, um, just like commentary on morality and um, 
ethics and so yeah, it's it's interesting um how did we get to a series of unfortunate events netflix i don't know uh speaking of netflix i've watched i've watched more netflix in the last 24 hours than i than i probably have in the last month um i've been watching better call saul oh i don't know why it took me so long to get to this honest the the honest reason is i was just waiting um, for it to build up a little bit on Netflix in terms of the the amount of episodes so that I could sit down and watch a lot of it. So if you don't know, Better Call Saul is about to start season five, I think, and I believe it's the last season, um, which should more or less lead you up to the the start of Breaking Bad. Uh, It's a great show, man. It's very much... Not very much. It's a decent amount, like a legal drama. So there are aspects of like the wire um, built into it, but it's very much a Vince Gilligan style project. Um, the first three seasons are on Netflix right now, and I believe the fourth season will drop as soon as the fifth season starts, which is in January. Uh, I'm in the middle of the second season right now. It's so good. Um, it's pretty like tight and compact in terms of its characters and its storylines. Um, it's it doesn't you know branch out a ton, and in because of that, some of the episodes, um, while the characters are still compelling, like what they spend their time doing is just a little mundane. Like the episode I just watched, I think was season two, episode five, maybe. Um, and it's one of those episodes where you're like nothing happens, but it's also like the the conversations weren't that interesting um and, and people are still doing stuff that will be important to get from point a to point b um but yeah, it's just kind of like eh, okay um but overall man it was so good i think i watched three or four episodes last night which is anyone who knows me knows that i love movies but one thing i never do is just sit down and this whole concept of binge watching is not something that I do um, because I, one, I rarely have time to just be like, going to sit down, going to watch this and this and this and this. Um, it's rare for me to, you know, be able to have time slash stay awake to watch um, one, ep- one, you know, 42, 43 minute episode of something. Um, otherwise, they just, yeah. So last night was an, an anomaly, anomaly, A N. A M O L Y, like anomaly. Um, watched a couple episodes of Breaking Bad, which is good because I've been I've been working on it. But I, you know, it's a situation where I maybe watch like one episode a week, and then last night, boom, like a volcano, I just erupted and watched a lot of it. Um, it's so good. If you if you watch Breaking Bad and you thought it was amazing, which it was, uh, Better Call Saul definitely worth your time. Just if nothing else. And there's so much more to this, but if nothing else, just to get more Bob Odenkirk, um, who it's amazing how this guy, you know, was a really good comedian, had a fine career, and then all of a sudden got this role and just went into like mega stardom status. Um, yeah, it's just it's career career defining roles. Um, he's really good. Jonathan Banks is really good. Um, they've really added a lot to his just like emotional development um by in in these prequels um and then you get some really compelling work from michael mckean as well 
Oh, and there, you know, I'm sure. So don't spoil it for me. Okay, don't send us any emails. Beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's, again, that's Beantown. Beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Don't spoil um, the, the development of the Chuck character. But oh, that relationship is amazing. I just watched the episode where they have dinner. Uh, the flashback with his then wife, who I assume is ex-wife now, or maybe deceased. Um, and uh, J- uh, Jimmy's telling all the, the the lawyer jokes, and the wife is really into it, and Chuck is just pissed off at his brother. Oh, it's so good, Michael McKean, amazing actor. In fact, this whole cast—I mean, this season you get Ed Begley Jr. in there as well. Michael McKean is amazing. Bob Odenkirk, obviously. Oh, damn, it's good. Vince Gilligan, you bastard. You've done it again. Uh, speaking of bastards, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to this show. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language, and you already have this episode. So a little late on the discretion there, Q. Number two, podcast is objectively terrible. I was seriously toying with the idea. Toying. Um, it's about four or five, five o'clock. The thing with, uh, with the, the light, this uh the amount of daylight at this time of year i mean the sun's setting at like four o'clock four fifteen uh which I, I, quinn is this your first year doing this no this is year twenty four twenty five something like that for me um but i don't for some reason i was thinking like oh winter sun sets at five no it's uh it's before five and it's pitch black outside um, I don't know why I was thinking differently, but, um, and I can, so I, when I work downtown, which is normal because that's where I work, um, with all the tall buildings, you know, you get to three thirty or so and it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's dark outside. All right. It's can only imagine how bad it is if you work on like wall street or something. Um, you go out for your lunch break and you're watching the sunset. Um, and, of course, the sun rises a little bit earlier, you know, sometime in the 6 a.m. hour. But still, um, I'm never out that early, except for yesterday it was because I had to work in the loop um, very, very early. So I was walking to the train at about 6.45, something like that, and it was bright out, which my body was not ready for. But um, it's our Thanksgiving special, believe it or not. Uh, so you might be thinking, hey, Quinn, what are you thankful for? Um, well... There's a lot, a lot to unpack here, isn't there? Uh, I'm clearly thankful for Better Call Saul because uh, it's just been fun to um, experience that for the first time. And maybe if I, I watch it a lot over Christmas break, then I can watch each episode as it comes out for season five. Uh, it'd be a lot of work, but I think I'm up to the, the challenge, the task at hand. I have a lot of time next weekend to just lounge uh, right, four-day weekend, and only days I have plans for are uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot of television. Um, what else am I thankful for? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I was playing uh, a little, a lot of guitar actually today. I don't, I don't, I haven't been able to play as much lately as I would like to. But I was playing some good Death Cab. Ben Gibbard. I thought about bringing some on the podcast, but um, yeah, I just figured I, I, if I don't want to listen to it, you don't want to listen to it. Um, but that brings me to another point. I'm thankful for the band Coldplay, the British band. Um, they dropped their new album two days ago, was it? 
three days ago, something like that, um, called Everyday Life. And I know a lot of the tracks had already been out uh, in some form or another, not necessarily leaked. Coldplay just did like a, they released almost the entire album before it actually came out. Uh, I like the album. Um, I've only intentionally sat down and listened to it straight through once. Um, but immediately I think it's a lot better than, um, their previous installment from 2015. Um, I don't, I can't really say it's better or worse than ghost stories because ghost stories in the Coldplay discography, excuse me, was just like very different. Um, not so much in terms of the sound, but just in terms of the purpose of the album, you know, they didn't tour with it, although they're not touring with this album either. Um, it was very much like a heartbreak breakup album. Uh, it's just very different than anything else they've ever done. So it's hard to judge that. It's kind of its own little thing. Um, Milo Zalado, I think it's it's fairly similar to Milo Zalado in terms of like how much it bounces around to different sounds and stuff. Uh, but I like it a lot. Uh, if you just want a little taste, go listen to Arabesque. Ugh. They bring on... Um, Fail Cootie's son, I don't recall his name, something Cootie. Uh, so really interesting horn section. Uh, a French singer who I'm less familiar with. And then um, it's just, yeah, really compelling. Kind of like um, like Violet Hill or something. Just a different than usual Coldplay sound, but it works so well. Um, it sounds very much like a like Kamasi Washington record or something. Um, obviously, Chris Martin is different than Patrice... Uh, What's her name? O'Neal. Not Patrice Bergeron, who's still active, I assume. I don't know. I kind of stopped keeping track of the Bruins after the 2013 Stanley Cup. To me, that was still like last year, but uh, it's been a little while since then. The Bruins were just in the Stanley Cup this last year. Was Patrice Bergeron there? I don't know. We some Someone from our team can check on that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, thankful for that Coldplay album. That was fun. Um, now what What I really want, I mean, we had a new Death Cab album this year. We got a new Coldplay album. Um, I would really love, there's two bands that I'm itching for some new stuff from, Arcade Fire, because um, I think they're going to come back with something really good. I think everything now was not necessarily a misstep because it was a very intentional project, and I think they um, did what they wanted with it, but it's just like, not that memorable and not that powerful. Um, so so much of their music, which this is the whole point of the album, but so much of the music in that album was just so surface level, um, which is what the album was all about was surface level things. But um, yeah, I just I just want something from them with a little bit more power. I've been watching a lot of their SNL stuff um, yesterday actually, and ugh, give me give me some of that stuff again. I would love some new Arcade Fire. And that's something that I think people have just like completely forgot about, even though they were so big just like a year ago, two years ago. Portugal the Man. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing right now. I don't follow any of those guys on social media, and I don't think any of them are, are really into social media. Um, John Gurley or oh, whatever the basis name is. Um, I mean, Feel It Still in that album was summer 2017. So we're already at two and a half years since then. I know Feel It Still is such a big song still, no pun intended. Um, you still hear it in commercials and movie trailers and stuff. But um, in fact, I'm going to write that down. i got to see what those guys are up to. Um, 
I was actually I was looking at a list earlier today um, of the best indie ba- indie bands of all time, and um, excuse me, Death Cab was on there, and um, Portugal Man was was on there as well. Uh, yeah, I really love some new music from those guys. So I, I'm uh, I hashtag thankful for those two bands. Um, Hop Stupid is eight percent by alcohol. Alcohol 8% by volume is what it is. It says OG 1.805. Maybe we can have some of our beer drinkers uh, uh, let us in on what that is. Uh, thankful for Friends, of course. It's a classic um, classic trope, but it's true. I have some friends. Um, so sorry this shout-out is buried so much in the 21st minute of our pseudo thanksgiving special but um i have some friends who play in a nintendo like theme song cover band so think super mario brothers um or you know yoshi or um i guess it's part of super mario brothers or like um you know, Link, Hyrule Temple, Legend of Zelda, uh, stuff like that. So they, every other Thursday for the most part, are at Replay in Lincoln Park, which is pretty much at Diversity and uh, Sheffield. And uh, it's a video game bar if you've never been. It's a fun little place. All the games are free. And um, they play, they host Super Smash Bros. Um, they bring a TV and, um, you know, uh, GameCube, and they play, you have game, the game, excuse me, struggling to think about this here. Super Smash Bros. Melee is the game you play on a GameCube, and uh, just anyone can come play, and it's fun, you have some drinks, listen to the band. Here's where the band comes into play. As you're playing the game, they play the theme song for that specific level that you're playing. It's a lot of fun, they play two sets, um, with a little break in between 8.30s on Thursdays. Go check it out. They'll be there uh, a week from Thanksgiving. They're a lot of fun. You'll get a free sticker. Um, and, uh, yeah, come hang out with the boys. And uh, shout out for them on Facebook. Go like them on Facebook. Once they get to 2,000 likes, they have agreed to play the um, We, Me, I don't know what it is, M-I-I um, theme song for an hour straight. So that could fun things things to keep an eye out on um but yeah that's that's the 8-bit boys they're a lot of fun it's a fairly new project um but i went to college with most if not all of those guys in the band uh roommates with a couple of them one or two of them um in the past so yeah it's it's fun and they have a lot of fun with it so anyways go uh go check them out they you can find some of their music on soundcloud and they are a lot of fun. Uh, otherwise, I'm thankful for uh, Home Pride Oregon and their prices. You can't beat them. Uh, I'm not going to read the full ad today because I'm just uh, feeling lazy. And I forgot to pull up the uh, the advertisements before we started here. Um, I'm also thankful for the Samson Q2U series. It gives you crisp, clean audio quality every time. Quality. You might just have to lean into that old speaker a little bit more to understand what I'm saying. 
But then it comes back to you like, wow, that shirt was crisp. Uh, remember when God speaks? He'll use a Samson. Um, I I don't know what's going on with the Connors. Is it still running? I don't know. I don't have cable. Uh, I don't. You don't even need cable to watch the Connors. You just need ABC. It's a network, Quinn. Uh, I don't know. I did see a television advertisement for Last Man Standing while I was watching a football game today. I didn't realize that that show was still on. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Tim Allen is such a divisive figure, uh, not only in his uh, personal life, but in you know the life that he portrays on his uh, character through Last Man Standing. I've never watched an episode. I've just read about it and seen clips and stuff. But it's interesting. There's a market out there somewhere, probably the same market as Roseanne. Um, and then uh, Cuts by Q. Uh, in fact, I was doing, I did some serious um, landscaping uh, in my neck area and my chest area. Um, no, I didn't shave my chest, just trimmed around the nips particularly. Uh, cuts by Q. We'll do your hair, we'll do your chest, we'll do your pubes, we'll even shave your legs. Uh, it could be an arduous process, but uh, I think I'm up for the challenge. Um Hey, quick uh, shout out to the not shout out, but but call out. That's not what I want to say. Um, something out to the listeners for for those podcast hosts out there. Uh, we need some advice. Is what we're looking for. It's an advice question. Oftentimes, we'll answer advice questions on this podcast today. We are asking an advice question. Um, so, for those of you who have dealt with plantar fasciitis in the past, um, what what have you done to solve it? Because you go online, you go to WebMD, and after you get past the part where it says you have cancer, it says, look, to solve uh, or to heal from plantar fasciitis, you just need to stay off your feet. Well, look, here's the deal. Uh, look, uh, here's the deal with uh, plantar fasciitis. Uh, I'm not even going to. I was in the car uh, earlier today with my brother's girlfriend, and oh, scandalous. And uh, I, boy. I have completely lost my Trump impression. It was solid back in like 2015 when it was fun to do a Trump impression. Um, I haven't tried to do one in a while and I tried it today just for, we were talking about something in it. Boy, it was like the Hindenburg going down, man, real bad. Um, what was that? Jack Nicholson. What even was that? Plantar fasciitis. Um, the online says just, just rest. Well, the way I am, if I rest for two weeks, three weeks, it's just going to mess everything up if I'm not working out. I mean, um, I struggle to, well, I will struggle to keep weight off. I'm not, you know, eating enough to have significant weight gain, but it's just going to uh, be a pain in the butt to try to lose later. Um, it'll make my days a lot longer because I like to work out during my lunch break so I can go into the office, work from nine to one, go work out, come back, work from two to five, boom, I'm done. Um, I'll just have too much energy. I won't sleep as well. So then you say, well, Quinn, do an exercise where you stay off your feet. Well, I'm not really sure what to do. I mean, I only run three times a week right now. And then I, my cardio the other three days is biking and elliptical, which really doesn't cause a lot of stress on your feet. Um, and you say, well, Quinn, why don't you swim? Well, Swimming is a type of activity where it's great to say, yeah, I should just go swim, but then you actually have to find a pool. Um, I could go to a pool in Lincoln Park, but I have to pay about 15 
$30 a month, which no, that's not prohibitive, but you actually have to go. You have to get to Lincoln Park, get off the train, go swim. Um, and even then very limited hours. It's not like I can just go right after work. So, um, lots of problems there. So here's what I'm getting at. Trying to heal slash solve plantar fasciitis without giving up the workouts because I just don't think that's realistic for me to give up the workouts for, you know, how long? Two, three weeks? What if you give them up for three weeks, you go back, realize it's still hurt, and then you're like, well, I'm up crap crick without a paddle right now. Um, I've read some things about Ichiro um, working out his foot with a golf ball. That sounds like a crazy amount of pain. Also, I don't have a golf ball, um, but I, I don't know. So call call to action, if you will, because that's what they say when you read, you know, how are you going to get a million Instagram subscribers or something or podcast listeners? You got to have your classic CTA, call to action. So here's my call to action for our Thanksgiving special. I'd be thankful if you all, the listeners, sent us some interesting tips for how to solve plantar fasciitis. Um, you can tweet at us, BeantownCast. You can send us an email, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. You can text me. Um, my number is out there on the internet if you know where to look. Spooky. And, uh, you know, you can just come say hi as well up here in Rogers Park on the far north side of Chicago where you're always open to visitation, um, visitors, and uh, of other events of the sort. That's uh, that's what I want to say. And, and let me tell you what, uh, because you know we're at where I'm in at 30 right now, and there's a lot more I could talk about, but I don't know if it's necessarily interesting. Here's what you should spend your time doing instead of listening to Quinn ramble for another 15 minutes on a variety of topics. Uh, what did we even talk about today? Better Call Saul, Portugal the Man, um, Plantar Fasciitis. What a thrilling Thanksgiving podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. Um, here's what I encourage you to do. Here's another call to action. Um, Go watch Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, or at the very least, listen to some Vince Guaraldi, um from Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Um, listen to some or all of the new Coldplay album. It's a double album, but it's only 53 minutes. If nothing else, check out um, Arabesque, my favorite track off the new album. And uh, you know what? Read a book. That's right. Read a book. Uh, I'm reading some Al Franken right now. Um, Mostly stuff from the 90s, which is interesting because I get about half of the political references and half of them just like, oh, that must have been a person. Uh, but that's okay because it's still fun. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you. So, everyone have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, tryptophan and all. Tryptophan, T-R-Y-P-T-O-P-H-A-N. Like Tommy Pham, but with an N. Uh, tryptophan and uh, mashed potatoes. And yams. What's what's the deal with yams, you know? People are always talking about sweet potatoes, but don't sleep on yams. Uh, green beans, corn, gravy. I never understood the whole cranberries thing. I'm not a cranberry kind of guy. In your hair, in your hair, zombie, 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 hey. Hey. Speaking of great SNL performances, um, the Cranberries. What is that? Nineteen ninety. Go check them out. Rest in peace, uh, Doris. What's her name? I don't know. We'll go get our research team on that. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, 
I said I was going to look at something earlier. Oh, what what has Portugal the Man been up to? We're going to figure that out. We're going to get to the bottom of this whole Staten Island conspiracy. If you're thinking, whoa, what's the news story? No, it's just this is like a two-year ongoing um, uh, investigation into what actually goes on in Staten Island. So we're going to be checking that out. Um, episode number 100 is either next week or the week after. we got to look at that. I'm um, sure we'll have a big spectacular bash going on, but... Until then, uh, if you're listening to this Monday uh, or Tuesday, it's a short work week. You got this. Get your stuff done. Four-day weekend. Going to be wild. Go do some Black Friday shopping. Sleep a lot. Uh, eat some tryptophan. And uh, you know, could we get tryptophan infused into other foods? That seems like the next big market, you know, because people don't want to take sleeping pills, melanoma, whatever it's called. They want to just get the all-natural chemicals, tryptophan. I'm thinking tryptophan in your ice cream. It could be the new, you know, you got CBD ice cream. How about tryptophan ice cream? And what is tryptophan even made of? What's the elemental composition? Probably like KG, ML, Xbox 240, man. Uh, Rough day for the Raiders. All right, what a thrilling finish. Everyone, enjoy your short week. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll come to you next weekend with a long weekend, and uh, I promise the content will be better. Um, if uh, Probably not, but we'll see. You know, you got to hold out hope for Beantown. Hashtag save our podcast. All right, we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye-bye.